0: Spurnies, today Steph and I reminisce about our origin story, why we were initially attracted to the field of educational therapy, how it found us in a lot of ways, and how specifically our friendship with one another really truly influenced the trajectory of our lives. We share why it is important to take a moment to pause to remember your why. We also shared what we would tell ourselves if we could go back in time and talk to our earlier selves. If you are thinking about making the transition into private practice, into working for yourself, we would love to chat with you about coaching. Do not be afraid to invest in yourself, the type of support that frankly we invested in early on as well. Reach out to us at Rachel and Steph at learnsmarterpodcast.com to discuss coaching and let's dig in. You want to learn faster, but sometimes working harder is just not the answer. You have to learn smarter. The Educational Therapy Podcast.
1: Hi, Smarties. Welcome to episode 284 of Learn Smarter, the educational therapy podcast. I'm Stephanie Pitts. And I'm Rachel Kapp. And today we are doing an episode in our business series about remembering your why.
0: I just wanted to say, I think it's ironic that we're doing an episode about remembering your why, and it's within the business series. Let me just share a quick story. So, I was meeting up with some other entrepreneurs last week, and one of them said, like, Rachel, why are you doing this business? And so, I started going into all the reasons of what attracted me to learners with executive functioning skills specifically, but then I started talking about the podcast, and we were extremely clear on why we were doing the podcast for sure and the reason we were doing the podcast and if you look on our website and if you listen to early episodes it's really clear is because we wanted to expand awareness and access to the work that we do and provide resources to people who otherwise wouldn't be able to access them right mm-hmm. and one of the things that we were very clear about early on is we were not going to talk about the business side yes yes and here we are, episode 284 in a series that is called the business series. And so <laughs> our why has shifted? No, it's evolved. I agree with you. It's not a shift, it's an evolution, which we want to give, you know, our audience permission to evolve and grow as well within who we were in 2018 when we started the podcast. I wasn't married. I didn't have two babies. Like your life is so different now, Steph, where you live is so different and Mm -hmm. how you spend your time is so different and who you spend your time with is so different. And so
1: Mm -hmm.
0: our businesses reflect that. For sure. What are your thoughts when this episode came up as an idea?
1: I think it's one of those things that remembering the big picture of not just each client, but The learners in general. Yeah. And the clinicians and former teachers that we are face to face with on our teams or we have talked to about leaving those careers and changing to educational therapy, I think is.
0: Or the people that we've coached.
1: Yeah. I talked to a woman last week who was a teacher and she had never heard of educational therapy and she told me how she was very interested in this profession and didn't even know it was a thing yeah. and now is
0: very intrigued by it. We know of multiple people that has happened with yeah. almost as a direct result of sort of finding the podcast, which has been incredible Yeah, to have that kind of impact. But I guess going back to the nitty gritty stuff, why did you originally go into this work?
1: I originally went into this work because I was doing it without knowing what it was. Mm -hmm. And I was already doing it. Mm -hmm. And if we go back to my former career, helping the family that I worked for and the kids at school, and I was doing a lot of this just because I was a teacher and came naturally to me. I was always very good at it. I did it for the whole family. I was the executive functioning. And so, it sort of evolved. And then as I knew it was a career, that changed everything. Mm -hmm. And you, I remember your story. Well, why don't you say it? Well, your story being that you knew you wanted to do something. You were teaching preschool. You knew you wanted to do something that was bigger impact, yeah. more... More. Yeah, more. And I want to say yeah. it with more impact <laughs> in the bigger picture, right? Yeah. And so when you were trying to find something for grad school, you were trying to look for something that was in education, but was a little different. Yeah. And then you found it at CSUN. Mm-hmm. You found the major, and then you decided to take that route.
0: Yeah, that's basically the story. <laughs> I definitely knew that I wanted to do more. And that I was capable of more. Super grateful for the foundational stuff that being in the classroom gave to me, and particularly at that age. For sure. Of learners. But this was a natural next fit progression and then also the opportunity which probably was not something that I was aware of at the time but the opportunity to collaborate with other people who were thinking about the same things that I was thinking about and the opportunity to collaborate with someone like you was something that I was really desirous of and so that played a big impact on making this career transition. And then in terms of going in and working for myself, let's just call a spade a spade. You basically forced it upon me.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know what's so funny though, thinking back about this for a second? Yeah. I want to go into the fears because the very first class of graduate school, Uh I know which class it was. We were sitting in the class. We were in a U shape. Okay. And there were people in the class that were working for somebody else doing this kind of work. And then there were people in the class who were already doing it for themselves. And this is before you and I were friends. So I remember sitting there going, Uh I don't know if that'll ever be me. I don't know that I could ever start a practice or not do it in a school, not do it in a setting that I was familiar with. Yeah, And I thought, I'm never going to have a practice. Do you really remember thinking that? I remember thinking that, but it didn't stay that way very long. But, (laughs) (laughs) But the first semester I was, I had a lot of fear around, I could never do that myself. And then going back to the fear, and I'm really glad that the fear didn't rule my decisions. Yeah. Because when I compare the impact that I can have, even with each individual learner or each individual family feels so much more.
0: Oh, yeah. Look, the impact that you had on the family that you were working with has had this long-term ripple effect that we are still witnessing, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. And same goes for the impact that I was able to have on the families that were in the classroom. And yeah. Before that career stuff, you were in the classroom. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a different, deeper dynamic that all teachers I feel like when you go into the profession, what you want is like these connections with the kids. Yeah. And to make this kind of one on one impact. And then all the other things kind of get in the way, like it's hard to do and it only gets harder as the kids get older for sure and so this work allows for it and if I may share a story yeah I had a client who I was working with in fifth and sixth grade actually they were on the podcast talking about sort of their journey of working with me in an early client success story episode and now they're coming back as a senior I'm gonna see him later today like that is so cool it is so cool to like had that long term relationship, and then the fears of working for yourself should not be ignored. It's really hard to work through.
1: Let's go back for a hot second mm-hmm. to when you said I basically pushed you into that. Mm-hmm. What were your fears that you had going on?
0: It was all about stability. Uh huh. It was all about. Predictability. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I had to make a decision. It was a financial decision, really, of like, Mm -hmm. am I okay with unpredictability if I could potentially have a more fulfilling professional life and financial life? And I ultimately made the decision, yes. And I've shared this before. I made more in the two weeks after I left the classroom than I had in the previous two weeks of when I was in the classroom. That is something that has stood out to me, Mm -hmm. but I was also well set up. Like you set me up to leave. Like I had things sort of, you had some transition ability. Yeah. The health insurance thing was a big one for me. Ultimately financially made sense for me to be on my own and just pay for health insurance. And I was still more comfortable With that, than when I was teaching preschool, but it's just scary. I don't think I could ever go back to working for somebody else at this point. Absolutely not. I love the flexibility that this offers. I love the fact that I can go pick my kids up from school. I like the fact that every day is similar but different. Yeah, it's true. That works for me too. What would you add? The thing that comes up a lot is health
1: insurance being a stopgap.
0: Yeah. For a lot of people, it's a big deal. And when you're single, It's an even bigger deal. It's a big deal. Yes.
1: But I do have to say that at the time, if it had been earlier, I probably couldn't because I couldn't get health insurance on my own. I tried and I got denied. So that change in the law, totally, that I could get it, yeah, changed things. And I wasn't scared to pay for it on my own. Yeah. Because it's available. And if you look at the numbers of being able to pay for the health insurance, Versus is that like one client that became a, oh, I can get one client. I can do that Mm -hmm. and then build it from there. So those of you that are thinking about this profession or worried about doing this, you know, as a second job, you know, worried about leaving the classroom or the stability of a job, you can do it. There's
0: so much opportunity in this field Mm -hmm. to kind of take it and do what you want. I will say we were both single. Mm -hmm. when we both made the leap. And that was really scary, too, to not have the backup of another income. Yep. That was really scary. Steph, what else do you remember about that time i'll tell you what i remember about you in that time mm-hmm. first of all i was having fomo that you were doing it oh i didn't know that oh yeah 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 because you really were only on your own doing it a couple of months before i left and i started right yeah but i was seeing how your days were being filled i mean daily it was like reach you just gotta pull the trigger you just gotta and i was working through a lot of like it was a strong social connection where I was working. and yeah. It was just a lot to work through. But I remember having FOMO, but I also remember you had a confidence that this was going to work, too. Do you remember that? Uh, not really, but
1: this sounds like me. Yeah. What do you remember? When I sort of decide something, it's going to work.
0: Yes. And I think we also both come from a place of abundance mm-hmm. and also that the universe will provide. mm mm-hmm. I think we both have that sort of mentality of like, things will work out because they always have. Oh, for sure. What do you remember about 2015, Steph and Rachel? And by the way, we're recording this in October of 2023. So this is eight years ago. Eight years ago.
1: I didn't feel the confidence as a clinician as I do now. And so I remember that. It was never that I couldn't do it or I didn't know how to teach. That was never a question. I've always known how to connect with kids. I've always known that I can do the work, but were other people going to believe me? There was a little bit of imposter syndrome, but they did. And I did do a good job. Yes. So it was fine. But at the end of the day, I think that's what 2015 was. It's a big career change, a huge career change. And I felt a little old at the time Uh. to be having such a huge (laughs) career change.
0: Well, you weren't going to stay in your old position forever.
1: Absolutely not. But I'm seven years older than you. So I was older. You know, it was just like, wow, am I too old to be doing this? But I wasn't.
0: (laughs) No, now looking back, definitely not. I do think I had the gift of being a little younger in doing this. I think that was a gift. It was a gift. Because I didn't have as many responsibilities I don't know that I'd be able to do something like that now. Maybe. I'm so grateful. I vividly remember driving to one of like my interim transitional things that I had set up on the first day that I didn't go to preschool and to my class. Yeah. And I felt like the weight oh, yeah. lift off. I know exactly where I was. And I was like, oh, this feels like the right thing. First of all, it was later. I think it was, like, 10 o'clock and I was going. Like, that alone was, like, such a relief and quality of life impact for me. But (laughs) I guess the reason we wanted to do this episode is to both mark the moment and acknowledge the transition that we've been through. And the evolution of both of our businesses, I don't think we ever imagined in 2015, 2016, no. we'd be doing a podcast. No. I don't think we ever imagined that we would be doing business coaching. It's certainly not how much we're enjoying it at all, because we are.
1: For sure. And I want to say part of it is also reigniting the passion or the Desire, if you are somebody who has been thinking about this or started it and lost your way a little bit, like this is an episode to also remind you you can do it, or if you're
0: doing it, you've already done it, and just remember that and just stay connected to who that person was because, yeah, it is really, really important when you're in business for yourself to mark. The moment, and so one of the things that we've often done over the years is literally we have a big sticky note and we write down all the quote unquote accomplishments that we've had. I actually have a picture and I saw it in my time hop of Uh that big sticky note. I saw it recently. I want you to send it to me. I want to see it. Okay. And it's a great idea to take a photo of it too, so that it can pop up. Because you can even delineate a mark from then until now, because I was probably three and a half, four years ago that we did that. I know exactly what you're talking about. So take this as an opportunity to relook and reexamine and reconnect with why you do the work that you do for who you do it for. Yeah, And if you want to have further conversations about this, don't hesitate to reach out to us at Rachel and staff at com. We're excited about what's coming next for both us professionally, personally, and for the field. And so... It's been a real pleasure. I can't believe we're 284 episodes in. I know. I know. We just wanted to get 10 out. I remember that was like the initial <laughs> like That was a long time ago. We did it.
1: Well, here we are. Yep. Thanks, guys. Let us know if you need a little help in your business or want to make that leap because we'd love to help you. Have a great week, Smarties. Have a great week.